the year is 2021. The world is fucked. A spectre of death looms over the games. But that won't stop the world's most successful Olympic nations descending on Tokyo. The People's Republic of China. The divided states of America. The country formerly known as Russia. But this show is not about those countries. This show is about the little guys. The underdogs. The battlers looking to wrap their fists around a medal and become a national holiday. This is Medallica, colon, minnows versus the world, colon, truck ramp to Tokyo. Good morning world and welcome to Medallica, colon, minnows versus the world, colon, truck ramp to Tokyo. Brought to you proudly by Spectre Drone Services. Rig? <laughs> you prick. <laughs> Spectre Drone Services. Call us. <laughs> oh, Spectre Drone Services. We see dead people. Anyway, <laughs> back to you. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Rig, my life partner, and as we discussed yesterday, <laughs> the man with whom I had my first incredible moment under an abandoned grandstand <laughs> <laughs> yes thank you so much uh, i really do appreciate that mate um it's it's great to be here and my presence is proudly sponsored by spectre drone services spectre drone services gus <laughs> wear a thing with an abn give us money and we'll haunt you <laughs> <laughs> so we're into day three of the tokyo games which as we are well versed in means like at <laughs> Jesus, means it feels like we've been doing this for about five years. So. <laughs> I literally look over into your eyes and you look like, it's it's literally like looking at a power outage in real time. Oh, yeah. It, <laughs> the grid is down. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the long late nights following sports that you didn't know that you didn't care about. <laughs> You're that traffic light with just the continuous flashing yellow. <laughs> yeah, but in a country town, it's like that for <laughs> The only years. intersection. It's all flashing yellow. Everybody's like, we have a population of a thousand people. Why the fuck do we have a traffic light? <laughs> a traffic jam is all three cars on the road at the same time. And to our wonderful listeners from places like Trundle, who do own three cars, uh, welcome. Welcome back. <laughs> Again, uh, so, speaking of sports that I didn't know that I didn't care about, last night, I'm casting the old eyeballs across the Taekwondo. Yes. We have Which to have is a- Korean for kick. <laughs> we have to. I have no idea how to back that up, <laughs> but that's all I know about Taekwondo. Oh, is that a is fact? It's <laughs> oh is that it's a bunch of kicking... <laughs> And there was that character, Huarang from Tekken, <laughs> who did it. And all he did was kick. <laughs> yes, well, Taekwondo literally translated means the way of the foot and the way of the fist. Less on the fist. <laughs> I'm telling you right now that if it comes down to a battle between you and Google, you're getting fucking slayed. <laughs> what is it? The way of the fist and the, the way, way of, of the, the foot and the fist. Could be a martial art, could be a genre on Pornhub. <laughs> it's the worst parts of the internet. Now that is a game. That's not a martial game. Martial art or porn genre. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you tell that to the porn stars that are categorised as the way of the foot and the fist. <laughs> it's not a game, it's life and death. <laughs> 
my God, I do not want to play the game <laughs> martial arts or porn genre. <laughs> if anyone is listening and wants to give this game a crack, we will play it live on air. <laughs> if you can out. find anything that can fit into martial art or porn genre. <laughs> you wait until you uncover the seedy underbelly of capoeira. <laughs> It doesn't mean what you think it means. <laughs> oh, anyway, so I'm watching Taekwondo. We have to have a vested interest in it because of the pride of Tonga, Peter Taufatafua, who competes tomorrow. More, more on that later. Mm. But <laughs> there's, there's a thing in Taekwondo that has absolutely captured me, and that is that with no crowds, it's a pretty barren landscape at these games. Like yep. all of the footage, you look at it and go, it is literally just the competitors, the officials, their coaches and the ref. Yeah. As a start, the umpire or the referee in Taekwondo is dressed like a high school principal <laughs> for no, <laughs> no apparent reason. Like that old sky blue played business shirt. <laughs> but short sleeve. But short sleeve. <laughs> tie or no tie? <laughs> tie. <laughs> Tie, brown slacks and sneakers. <laughs> I'm like, mate, no one has That's ever... part of our new game, teacher or sexual predator. <laughs> Again, why not have both? Yeah. Because Poor so Kane many of them... Dos. Oh, horrible. Uh, but <laughs> again, it's just one of those ones where you go, some people just look bullied. Like... <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mean to underplay the act of bullying at all. It is a scourge that is rife through every ins- educational institution on the planet and it's not okay. But also some people as adults set themselves up to look like they spent their entire schooling experience just getting put in bins. Yeah. <laughs> that is every Taekwondo umpire. But the thing that captured me is... That there is a special part of Taekwondo that I didn't I didn't know existed. And obviously you're aware of the martial arts aspects, kind of, as I just discovered <laughs> the translation. But the bit that is incredible... Is it, thumb war to begin <laughs> the it, fight. You are so close. What? <laughs> because each coach is given a card... <laughs> By a magician. Pick any card on the deck and then put it back into the deck. How are you nailing this? What? <laughs> because each coach has what looks like a fucking Magic the Gathering card. <laughs> <laughs> which they can hand to the umpire at any point in the match, which produces an instant replay at a timeout. <laughs> so the middle of this... <laughs> <laughs> These two 66 kilo guys are just flogging each other in the head. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. All of a sudden, a coach comes over and triumphantly hands over his card like he's paying his tab <laughs> to the referee who stops the fight immediately. These two fighters go back to their corners and all of a sudden he's standing there with a set of headphones trawling through an instant replay. And I'm like, it literally looks like the coach has gone over handed in his level 13 mage and he's about to roll the problem dice. <laughs> so he just rolls up and he just hands his card. It's just like plus four damage. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. He pulls it up. It's a Uno reverse card. <laughs> I was about to say it's draw four. <laughs> the other guy's like, oh, fuck. Oh, no. If you've ever looked closely at Taekwondo, uh, you'll notice that they are holding a fistful of Uno. Yeah. <laughs> which is why they... They don't need to use their fists, but they can. Yeah. <laughs> it backed into a corner. 
That's it. Oh, he's played the skip. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. So, yeah, it's it's incredible. And I, I want to find out more when we talk to Peter about uh, what the rationale is behind when you play your dwarf. Like, is it an... <laughs> is it- is it a specific thing where you need to be in a... Is it a strategic move or are you just shot? At what point do you play the druid? <laughs> it has to be late. <laughs> Wait until you're on the absolute canvas before the druid comes out. But I love that in boxing it's like, oh, the trainer will throw in the towel. In taekwondo, the coach will give out his tab card. <laughs> God, could you just imagine like... I mean, because... That's one of the one of the sports where you know a, a lot of coaches in sports aren't actively involved with their sports. No, so it, it's, it's quite, a managerial role. It's usually a managerial role. You stand there with a fucking polo and you're <laughs> yeah. there for hugs uh, of <laughs> either either elated hugs or the uh, tap on the shoulder consolatory hug yeah, yeah. When, when when your guy or, or girl has has lost. But that is so. Involved. Involved, like, to get, like, all of it. Could you imagine, like, the thought processes that must be going through your own mind, not just for your own athlete, but, like, when do you play the orc? When do you (laughs) get the ball rog and put it into play? (laughs) But also, do you have this mentality where you're like, ooh... I played him way too early in the last (laughs) match. (laughs) I got absolutely smoked by a dragon. (laughs) Can't be doing that again. And for those people who are about to come at us about Dungeons and Dragons, no, we don't know the rules. (laughs) Just like so, it's just like Taekwondo. Taekwondo. (laughs) It's actually just like every sport at the Olympics. (laughs) Will we research it? Of course not. Uh, uh, It's like watching three on three basketball, which I stand by is the dumbest thing that I've ever seen. Yeah. Because why would you have a shorter form version of a sport that's already an Olympic sport (laughs) that has? bizarre Nintendo noises <laughs> instead of anything else <laughs> and appears to be just a uh, street throwdown <laughs> version yeah. of everything else, which obviously, as we've discussed, makes you go, what other sports should we be turning into shittier, shorter street versions of themselves? Yeah. Do you think that there is a place in the Olympics for the beer sprint? <laughs> <laughs> Beer sprint, maybe. Boat race, definitely. Oh, for sure. You, you and you can do that at the regatta. <laughs> like, <laughs> in between... Because you know how long it takes for, like, each of the the kayak... Uh, the... Uh, what do you call Yeah, like, rowing. Rowing. Yeah. Uh, on, on, on a still lake. Obviously, you've got to get all your spaceship fiberglass things ready at the start line. Boat race in between. <laughs> It would be so good. That's it. It's not the first person. Once you once you cross the finish line, the job's only half done. You yeah. gotta get that fucking boat off the water. <laughs> like they add it to rowing <laughs> and start. you get out and then you have to do it with the flip cup. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> it's the start and the finish rig. <laughs> you haven't seen rowing like this. Every member in the crew has to slay a schooner, yeah. get in the boat. <laughs> Start rowing, get to the end, get that fucker off the water and slay another skooey. And then flip flip the the cup. cup. (laughs) Can you imagine the empty grandstand going mild? Oh, that would be the best. (laughs) But yes, please come at us with your variations or shorter versions of Olympic sports uh, that do seem to go forever. Absolutely. Do hit us up uh, via our Instagram, Gus and Rig, G-U-S-A-N-D-R-I-G. Great. Well, we move on to the Minnow Medals and there has been absolute movement overnight. Hasn't there just? 
We've had uh, some very, very notable late additions um, in the events that have come through, especially uh, big honourable mention to American Samoa getting on the board with a, with a brass. Mm. Uh, we've had, oh, from the clouds, Guinea-Bissau. <laughs> in a sentence that would probably never be uttered again. <laughs> from the clouds, Guinea-Bissau with yeah. a gallium. <laughs> Sounds like a bizarre, <laughs> just-us version of Cluedo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we also have a uh, oh, you've you've got to be happy with this. The horse obsessed nation of Turkmenistan yes. gets off the mark with a gallium. Love that they were uh, all up and about in people's grill in the women's fifty-two kg judo, and it did result in yet another tie for gallium, which means you know how we do this. Play it. Sounded like a dirge mixed with background music from Pokemon. <laughs> That's such a an accurate reflection <laughs> of the anthems of those two proud but uh, fairly under-resourced musical <laughs> nations. <laughs> other other great things to happen in the Minnow medals, uh, you, you got to love shooting. Because that's when <laughs> said so few people across the world S- said heaps of minnow nations. <laughs> yes. Because the field is large and that means there are many invitations given out. Right. The Arabic world came to play in the men's <laughs> shotgun. <laughs> they are here in force. Yes. Gallium, Kuwait, steel, Kuwait. <laughs> Brass, Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Who should be doing much better. Yeah, <laughs> I was surprised that they were a minnow. Zero gold. <laughs> yeah, when you're breaking this down and you start reading some of the nations that have never won gold and you go, you could just buy one. <laughs> <laughs> Make your own BYO. <laughs> you are the source of so much money. <laughs> Purchase an American but then also some of that stuff makes sense. Like with Saudi Arabia, it's like, well, that's what you get for not allowing women to compete in sport <laughs> for 90 years. That is the karma of not allowing women to drive. Yeah. Like that's that's definitely what you get. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we we do have a change up the, up the very top. Bhutan, unfortunately, been knocked off. I hate that. But you love who's on top now. Oh, who? Moldova. Yes. Two gallium, two brass, four medals total, followed by PNG, Papua New Guinea in second place and Bhutan in equal second place on two gallium, Bangladesh with two gallium. Wow. How good is that? We're going to get the the minnow table up and about for our uh, our Instagram. (laughs) We'll be folding the legs out. Yep. (laughs) Like a a trestle table. (laughs) The <laughs> a delicious spread of affordable <laughs> delicacies. We're going to play our minnow medal card to the referee. <laughs> Get your it. fucking headphones on. <laughs> Let's look at it together <laughs> in slow-mo. Oh, fantastic. And the only other uh, notable mention there is that uh, Honduras notched their first gallium. Mm, in murder. <laughs> <laughs> Just is. kidding. They would get gold. They would get gold. Uh, anyway, we move on. Minnow Watch. That was horrific. I hate that you <laughs> said it that way. It should be said like this. Minnow Watch! You're right. 
And now it's time for Minnow Watch. Play the sting. Minnow Watch! Yeah, there we go. <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. That's I rescind what I said before. That's the card I'm playing, <laughs> Pitbull. <laughs> Do you imagine playing that card to the referee? It's just a Latin bald man with aviators on in a white suit. That's it. I'm playing Mr. Worldwide plus four damage. And when you can't afford the Mr. Worldwide card, you just play Alex Perry. <laughs> the poor man's pit bull. <laughs> oh, Christ. Okay, so Minnow Watch, we had huge movement overnight with one of our feature athletes. Absolutely. Uh, LZJ. Mm-mm. Lee ZG in the badminton played his first group match last night. Absolutely towed P- Pokhtarov. From the Ukraine. Fucked her off. He was just... He, <laughs> he, he absolutely went hard uh, and he... I don't even think he broke a sweat. He, <laughs> our, our boy absolutely toweled him up. Straight sets. <laughs> off you go. Thanks for coming. All the way with LZJ. Oh, the best. The best, which is great. Uh, his next match is... Oh, question mark. <laughs> we do know... I think the, it's Wednesday. Yeah, the, the gold medal... The badminton tournament goes for... Ages. Yeah, he's in Group M. Yeah. So that gives you an idea as to how fucking ridiculously long <laughs> this is going to be. It's, he started playing yesterday. Everyone's going to be gone <laughs> by, the, by the time the medal matches come around. It's just him and that fucking black bear that's hiding in the baseball stadium <laughs> left. He is absolutely ripe to be eaten. Yeah. So, yeah, he's uh, he's... Often racing in his campaign. Um, <laughs> not really. It's badminton. It's not a race. <laughs> tomorrow. Who are you, Scott Morrison? <laughs> it's not a race. Oh, my God. Get vaccinated. <laughs> so tomorrow, we have Peter Taffetafua yes. in the men's 80-plus kg taekwondo i like that they cap it out at 80 kilograms like they think that that's probably a threshold peter would be weighing it at a solid 100 kegs peter is 100 kegs i saw it looked up before so i'm just like 80 is such a bizarre thing because you could be how but i thought rashid sadibi in the last olympics was 100 plus wasn't he isn't that another judo did it different different weight divisions yeah but Jesus, 80 is pretty light. Could you it, imagine being 81 kilos up against a 120 kilo person? Yeah, I think that that's where the the kicks only <laughs> part of Taekwondo <laughs> comes into it. Otherwise, it's it literally becomes Street Fighter. The the the, the UFC it becomes element, the original UFC. UFC yeah, where it, you it, had a tiny Japanese man <laughs> versus a versus sumo a, wrestler. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I catch you, I get to eat you. <laughs> I think was the original tagline. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, Peter kicks off his campaign tomorrow, 12.45 p.m. Australian time. Yep. You may struggle to find it on one of Seven's uh, 9,000 channels. Yeah, I feel really bad after posting (laughs) LZJ stuff (laughs) being like, Catch him, him. get around him, watch him. Because Channel 7 are just like, if they're not Australian, we don't want a fucking bar of it. Yeah, And this is exactly why this show exists, among (laughs) other reasons. Exactly. So we Including, we had a lot of time. (laughs) Because how do you turn down that sweet, sweet drone money? Yeah. (laughs) Surveillance, who knew it was a gold mine? Spectre Drone Services. We're about flying choppers, not ants. (laughs) 
say yes. We will be live tweeting that uh, as we follow it in, on whatever strange platform we can <laughs> find it on. Peter is currently not a favourite with bookmakers, would be suffice to say. <laughs> you, look, you looked up the figures, didn't you? Yeah, Peter's 150 to 1. 151 to 1, wasn't he? Oh, gee, don't miss the buck. No. <laughs> That's the bit that I'm trying get to keep you. an eye on my future fortune. <laughs> That's it. So, yes, he's 151 to 1, um, and his first round match is against the currently number one ranked uh, Doa in the world. So they call him. <laughs> Taekwondo player. <laughs> Druid. You know what the. <laughs> The number one mage. Oh, God. So, yes, he's up against it. But as we know, he is a man that is willing to bear all in front of a crowd of billions. So, uh, Speaking of, how about that TikTok that he put up before? Oh, okay. If if you have time, jump onto Peter Taffetafua's Instagram. You have time. You, <laughs> you're, currently, <laughs> you're currently at home sitting in your undies during day 9,000 of lockdown. <laughs> Trying to figure out what you're going to Uber Eats for lunch or which one of the four of you gets to leave the house. Yeah, you have fucking time. So jump onto Peter Taufetafua's Instagram and TikTok and watch him, watch the embodiment of a bloke in his 30s trying to get around social media as he squeezes coconut oil over his chest and looks you right in the eye. It's not as hot as it is during the opening ceremony. It's really odd. Yeah, he. Uh, I would kill to see some of the DMs he receives. He spoke about them when we were uh, interviewing him last Olympics about the the pure level of thirst, uh, <laughs> white hot thirst <laughs> that comes his way after the opening ceremony. He was like, just, oh. it, was just, it started off with, yeah, give me some of that, and the height of it was just like. I never knew what being alive felt like until I saw you walk into that stadium. <laughs> Which brings us to our flagship segment about how everything is dead set on fire. They've played the catastrophe card. <laughs> Here's Apocalypse Now. Play the sting. Apocalypse Now. <laughs> So we're all very well versed in it. Everything is fucked. What have you got for us, buddy? <laughs> Short, succinct. <laughs> the intro everybody wanted. <laughs> so yes, Tokyo is quickly establishing itself as a place where you should uh, not get into the water. It is not safe. <laughs> it was never safe. The triathlons kicked off. Yes. We knew that it was going to be a bit of a clusterfuck based on the fact that the water is a toilet and there's a cyclone coming. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, we didn't realise that there was more scope for it to get heaps more south. <laughs> <laughs> so, start line of the triathlon is the swimming part. Right. Everyone lines up along a pier. They jump into the uh, in, into the water. They <laughs> the swim. Toilet. They, yeah. just, they, they jump straight into the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> they hammer out two Ks and then they're out. Now, the one thing that you don't want to do if you are an open water swimmer is drink the water. (laughs) Is to, one, to drink the water, but two, to have to contend with the possibility of being chopped into a thousand pieces while swimming. What? Like some kind of bizarre Japanese game show, which we should have seen coming. (laughs) 
<laughs> the start of the Olympic triathlon, the men's at Tokyo 2020 plus one, featured everyone diving in at the start line and then a camera boat of uh, cameramen and reporters slowly reversing into the field. Oh, my God. Propeller running <laughs> as a cavalcade of humans swimming towards them meant that they, instead of just hammering that into Ford and getting the fuck out of there, slowly reversed to, like, the <laughs> slowest train wreck of all time. Holy shit. And only reason disaster was averted was because there were... Officials in kayaks and dinghies and jet skis who basically ran into the swimmers. <laughs> These are the start of their Olympic dream. <laughs> they're often racing at a thousand knots, and they have they're being physically hauled out of the water before they run into a spinning propeller. Shit. So that's that's the way that it starts. They only capture half the field through this. What the propeller? <laughs> So, so anyway, so half the field, the field is dead. Chum. <laughs> they, they have become shark food, but they managed to stop half the field. The other half are just out. They have made a break for it. They're going hell for leather for the boys, and they get slowly rounded up. So the energy that's expended through doing this means that it's de- it's declared a false start. They all have to come back oh. and do the whole fucking thing again. Fuck. Which means that some people, the guys who the guys who've swum 500, 600 meters, yeah, are spent. Yeah. Whereas the guys who almost died <laughs> and were hauled out of the water after twenty meters are I like stoked. This is the best. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> so that they go back, uh, they restart the entire thing. I assume that they relegate all of the cameramen who were in boats like the start of the Sydney to Hobart to the shore. Yeah. And go, you guys can watch from here on a timeout. <laughs> Everyone dives back in and it's business as usual. Except for the fact that it's not because the bloke who ends up winning is a guy from Norway. As he is triumphantly charging towards the finish, it's become very clear that the Norwegian triathlon suits are (laughs) (laughs) see-through. And he is... Uh, proudly <laughs> standing at attention <laughs> as he sp- <laughs> sprints to- <laughs> towards the finish. Nothing gets you up <laughs> like winning. 100%. You haven't ever been more rigid than winning gold at the Olympics <laughs> is, I think, the T-shirt slogan. And he has brought that to full mast. Uh, number three, women's summer dresses. <laughs> number two... <laughs> The way of the fist on Pornhub, but the number one erection-inducing situation, winning gold. I feel so bad for that guy. Not just winning gold, but winning gold after narrowly avoiding death. (laughs) In Dolphin City. And Blood Rush City. That's it. All the blood that should have been exiting your body is in your dick. Yeah, do you know how horny you get when it's fight or flight? (laughs) It's nature's most powerful aphrodisiac. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, it's not outrunning a charging lion. <laughs> it's almost getting chomped in the middle of Tokyo toilet. <laughs> Didn't you notice all those stiffies at the running of the bulls? <laughs> I did. Those bulls are up and about. <laughs> Our once Wasn't a year, talking about them. Our once a year chance to gorge Spaniards. <laughs> not with the horns. <laughs> 
Uh, but anyway, we we acknowledge that the running of the Bulls is <laughs> a terrible event. No, it's bad. <laughs> it's real bad. But we're on the Bulls side. We just want that to be <laughs> really clear. Absolutely. We, are we want them to gore people. <laughs> we're pro-Bull. <laughs> we're pro-gore. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. If you have a running race with a bull and you die, <laughs> we have no sympathy Zero. for you at all. But also, you can't receive the sympathy. You are dead. You're dead, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you are Tokyo Bay chum. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, what do you got? Oh, so, I went on a bit of a, uh, a ramp. <laughs> ramp. <laughs> a truck <laughs> ramp. <laughs> There, we're back. <laughs> I went on to a bit of a truck ramp. I went on a bit of a rant yesterday about the USA team because after day one, they had won zero medals. <laughs> Very good. And it's the schadenfreude across yeah, the nation you, of Australia, the nations all over the world. Let me amend that erection list. <laughs> uh, because right up there is... Very successful, traditionally successful teams not winning. Oh, it's the best. And the best part of my morning this morning was watching the previously undefeated in 24 Olympic matches USA basketball team losing to France in their first group match. (laughs) Yes. I loved it. (laughs) The dream team. Yeah. The nightmare team. (laughs) These guys. Freddy Krueger. The last time they had such a collapse was 2004 in Athens, as you may recall. I I think Argentina won the the gold medal there. Maybe Spain second or France second. I can't really remember. But uh, they've lost three out of their last four games. That includes exhibitions. Uh, They lost to Nigeria. They lost to Australia. And they had one victory in there that no one cares about. But everyone is now fully shitting the bed back home. They're just like kill these men <laughs> they're just like they've they've turned on their coach greg popovich oh, who uh, is a very storied coach in the nba he's led the san antonio spurs in the nba to multiple titles uh, in during his tenure uh they're all shitty and frustrated by the fact that he's running a san antonio offense and uh <laughs> is, the, is the san antonio offense just shooting people in the head it's the way of the fist <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just punching it's people. double drag yeah no so all these columnists are coming out. I love these quotes because people are talking like it's the end of the fucking world. Oh god! This was U- this was USA basketball choking in a way that's never happened before. Not at the Olympics. It's almost stunning to believe that a team with Kevin Durant, Dame Lillard, and company couldn't close out a seven point game under four to go. But it happened. What an all time debacle! <laughs> way to keep it in perspective, fellas. Oh, you love to see it. Especially in the middle of a pandemic that is just claiming millions of Americans. No, this is the worst thing that's happened. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Nothing to do with the things that have ravaged their country over the last (laughs) year and a half. That's it. It's just all, okay, now I'm concerned. Although this loss is the one that counts, it's still like three losses in their last four games. What in the hell is going on? (laughs) Damn. And and this this is probably the one that is the the most telling. USA's men's basketball just lost in the Olympics for the first time since 2004, and honestly, they were beat by a better team. The days of just showing up and running pickup and having the other team ask for pictures after getting waxed by 40 is over. <laughs> a callback to our favourite Angola-related story. Absolutely. Where they asked for autographs and pictures after they got absolutely smoked. <laughs> but... This yeah, bring- the, the, those days are over. They're now an Olympic sport called three times three basketball. <laughs> <laughs> but this now brings into frame 
one of my favourite facts about these Tokyo 2020 plus, ones, plus one Olympics, which is that, do you know who has the same amount of victories at the Tokyo 2020 plus one Olympics in the basketball rig? <laughs> same amount of victories as Kevin Durant. <laughs> same amount of victories as Damien Lillard. <laughs> <laughs> and Zach Levine and v- everyone else on that team <laughs> vis-a-vis rig <laughs> wins <laughs> rig equal first <laughs> zero wins in Olympic basketball oh my god that is the best <laughs> so the only other thing that I've got to report is the uh, women's road race in cycling was um, completed yesterday yeah now at the road race at the Olympics, I found out that there are no uh, in-ear comms, there's no radios for the team to talk to the cyclists. And in every other race, uh, they have their team telling them what's oh, right. going on, etc., and giving okay. them info. At the Olympics, uh, because I assume the whole thing is still supposed to be amateurs, uh, which <laughs> is being violated in every sport, Yeah, no radios. Now, this has resulted in one of the greatest turn-ups <laughs> that has ever occurred, which is... A Dutch cyclist crosses the finish line at the end of the road race, lifts her arms in victory and proclaims gold, gold, gold. (laughs) Only she's the second person to cross the finish line. She just misplaced this cyclist who'd fucked off at the start and never come back. Oh, right. (laughs) So because there's no radio, the entire peloton, like basically a couple of cyclists... Has formed behind second. has, Has formed behind so, so what's happened is that breakaway group of cyclists at the start fuck off into the distance. Then the peloton catches them, yeah. but they miscount or like as a collective yeah. just have a complete brain snap and go, yep, I think that's all of them. Well, I guess we'll just settle in and race for gold together. This chick, this Austrian mathematician who is not ranked on any world circuit is off by herself in the distance being like... Fuck it. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Yeah, she crunched the numbers. <laughs> she, she did. She became full beautiful mind yeah. out there <laughs> in like, front. No radios, all these equations <laughs> going around her head. It's, she's Zach Galifianakis in the hangover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just parabola, <laughs> trigonometry, <laughs> Galileo, yeah. as, as all of the other maths words go through her mind. Anyway, so she she does not get touched or caught for the rest of the entire race because no one knows she exists. So everybody's racing at a different pace and they're just going through the motions. (laughs) Don't they usually have like motorbikes and like trucks or sedans that like film them? Like (laughs) that are in front of them? Yeah, she's two minutes ahead. So there's another whole set (laughs) of motorbikes (laughs) in front of the Peloton that they think are the like the head of the pack. Yeah. Or the... uh, de la course, if yeah. you uh, prefer it in in French, and I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect, but <laughs> yeah, they just have absolutely no fucking idea what's going on. Yeah, um, and <laughs> she's just out there caning at home, <laughs> just expecting them to catch her, being like, "Well, <laughs> I'm just a simple mathematician." <laughs> <laughs> who happens to have a $40 bike that I got for Christmas. <laughs> and, and I will be in Japan at about the same time as the Olympics. <laughs> so you know what? I'll pack the BMX. <laughs> I'll, I'll throw the fixie in with my luggage. <laughs> that BMX with no brakes. <laughs> That's it. It's uh, Well, 
It is a pretty flat course. I won't need gears. <laughs> Low seat, high handles, <laughs> zero expectation. <laughs> That's it. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. And so she, so what did she end up winning by? Like a, a lot. Fucking ages. <laughs> she, she shat at home to the, yeah. point, to the point where she's, she's just there at the finish. She's caning home. She's got enough time that she can stop. She can fuck around. <laughs> <laughs> Signing <laughs> autographs. <laughs> yeah. There she is. As fucking Einstein's off in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> brewing herself. <laughs> Short black. <laughs> gold, gold, gold. <laughs> fucking old mate on the other side of the bloody ribbon. <laughs> Coffee in the air, Vilcommon. <laughs> oh, oh, so shit. good. That's amazing. Yes. Anyway, hey, you got another one? We're good. No, mate, we're good. It's time to go and actually watch some Olympics. Oh, yeah. We love, we love this part. We live for it. Absol- right now we are. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, There's breathing. literally nothing else to do. So if you want to sponsor us and support us in any other way, you can become a sponsor of the show just like Spectre Drone Services. Spectre Drone Services, the spirit of surveillance. <laughs> And if you want to become a sponsor of the show, make sure to head on to the best website ever created by me. I've only made one. <laughs> Gusandrig.biz. That's dot B-I-Z. Yeah, it's... Where business goes to live. And I. Uh, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that website. But no, there really isn't. It's encrypted and your money is safe with us. <laughs> so what do we ask the people for? We ask the people this episode if you have any suggestions for porn genre or martial art if you have any any of those for us because yep. you've got nothing else to do uh, we've asked them for shorter form or alternative versions of sports yep. or, or yep. additions a la the, uh, the boat race within a boat race yep yep love that was there anything else we asked the people for uh, I believe to open their wallets and pour the cash into our hands <laughs> like 40 seconds ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, otherwise, just send us a DM. Let us know you're okay. <laughs> and you can do that by hitting us up on our Instagram. We are at Gus and Rig, G-U-S-A-N-D-R-I-G, or Medallica on Facebook, which you tell me you're manning, but I do not believe for a second. <laughs> it's seen missing. <laughs> I am to Facebook what Peter Taufer is to TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Just a wide-eyed squirrel <laughs> staring into the internet. <laughs> How do I know you? <laughs> All right, well, I've got to go and engage in the way of the foot. <laughs> I've got to go prepare my Magic the Gathering cards. <laughs> it's contest time. <laughs> Cheers. Is there more to entertainment than 500-channel TV and zillion-dollar movies? Turning the sound up and your mind off? Is there still a place where fun involves thinking, imagining, doing? Some of us think so, and we find it in a game. Magic the Gathering. All you need to play is a brain, a deck, and a friend. No one knows what it's like to be the bad man, to be the sad man. Behind blue eyes And no one knows what it's like To be hated To be faded To telling only lies But
but my dream.